Welcome to the BCS Podcast, where we explore the basics of computer science concepts. I'm your host, Iran, founder of Code Newbie. And I'm Vaidehi Joshi, author and developer. And she is the brilliant mind behind the BCS blog series. Today, we are continuing our conversation on Dijkstra's algorithm. This season of BCS is brought to you by Dev Discuss. Dev Discuss is a show I work on with the team at Dev, an international supportive community for developers. The show addresses the many burning topics that pop up on Dev every day and is hosted by Jess Lee and Ben Halper, two of Dev's co-founders. Past episodes have included unpopular opinions with Kelsey Hightower, staff developer advocate at Google Cloud and a legendary voice in tech. So an unpopular opinion should be like, computers were a mistake. Was, <laughs> was this all worth it? And how changing your name is a difficult, unsolved, and sometimes personally devastating problem in tech. I basically walk through this world through this minefield of not knowing when I'm going to have this like sort of deep emotional wound reopened. As well as how little known tools can have big productivity gains. And I think it gives me the sense of structure, which I really enjoy. And also you can color code different things. Each episode features interesting guests from diverse backgrounds who are active in the software space. This podcast is your place for burning tech questions, answers, and genuine conversations. And we also end each episode with commentary from the everyday developers who call Dev home. You'd be surprised how many things making music and coding have in common. True to the Dev community, Dev Discuss wouldn't be possible without the input from all of you. So listen, rate, and subscribe to Dev Discuss wherever you get your podcasts. So let's do a quick recap. What is Dijkstra's algorithm? So Dijkstra's algorithm is a way of determining the shortest path in a graph from one node to basically every other node within the graph data structure. And it's pretty cool because it lets us find not just one shortest path, but every shortest path from one node to every other node, which is kind of what makes it unique. Okay, and I hear that you've got a song for us, a Dijkstra's algorithm song. Yeah, the other day I was like reminding myself about the algorithm so Mm -hmm. that I could remember what to say when we recorded. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like reading it and then I just started singing and it goes a little something like this. Dijkstra's algorithm. Dijkstra's algorithm. Everyone thinks that it's so hard, but really, it's just fun. Dijkstra's algorithm. Dijkstra's algorithm. That's it. Buddy, that's like the worst song ever. I know. You don't even rhyme anything. I know. I mean, but there's a melody. The melody was really cute. I, I like it's the melody. It's got a good message. I, it does. <laughs> It's very it's pos- not very it's not hard. Very, it is fun, it is, <laughs> and it is accurate. It is accurate. Okay, all right, all right. You get points for that. Well, thank you for your song. I really appreciate it. Um, I bet you were you were expecting something way more. Clever. I was. <laughs> I was expecting something a little bit more lyrically interesting. But uh, you know, we have we have a song. We have a song, and I think this is our first BCS podcast song. So. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yep. It only took eight seasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
my God. We're on eight seasons. That's so crazy. And I've thrown all my shame out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get it all. Okay. So Dijkstra's algorithm comes with a couple steps. I think it comes with, is it four, four steps, four rules that we're following? Yeah. It's basically four steps that we take every time we visit a node effectively. We sort of went over this last episode. But as a quick reminder, the rules for running Dijkstra's algorithm, those four steps are basically when we set out to visit a new node, we always want to choose the node that has the smallest cost or mm -hmm. the lowest distance. And we talked about this previously in the context of weighted graphs. When there's a weight associated with an edge, that's basically our cost. So mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. you're picking a node to visit, when you're running Dijkstra's algorithm, you want to pick the node that has the least cost. That's basically rule number one. Yeah. And rule number two? Rule number two is that once we've moved to the node that we're going to visit, we're going to mark it as visited, and we have to check each of its neighboring nodes. That's that's probably the simplest rule. Okay. Rule number two. <laughs> check <Nice>. its neighbors. <laughs> check its neighbors. Okay. And then rule number three. Rule number three, for each neighboring node, we need to calculate the distance or the cost for that neighboring node by summing the cost of the edges that led to the node that we're currently checking. And that means basically if we're looking at a node and we're checking its neighbors, we need to figure out the cost to get to its neighbor. And not just like the cost from where we are, from the mm -hmm. node that we're checking, but mm -hmm. from where we came from previously. All the way at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So we're cumulatively adding basically the cost to get deeper and deeper into the graph as we check more and more neighbors. Okay, cool. And then last rule, what's that one about? The last rule is that if we find a cost to a node that is less than some known distance to that node, mm -hmm. we need to update it with the shortest distance that we have on file. So okay. what that basically means is as we run this algorithm, we're basically keeping track in like a little cheat sheet or like a table or some sort of object structure, basically, mm -hmm. you're keeping track of what is the shortest known path to get to every vertex from the starting node. Mm. So as we go through and we run this algorithm, if we find a path that is shorter than the one we know about, well, we found a more efficient way of getting to that node. So we should scratch it off and update it with the newly discovered shorter path. Okay, cool. Those rules don't sound that bad, but we will see if that's true by looking at an example. So last episode, we did a pretty simple example. I think we just did a little triangle graph, right? A, B, C, mm -hmm. and they're all connected to each other. But this time, we are going to build a house with our graph. So <laughs> we are you excited for this? Are you excited for this? Okay. This will I'm be our, excited. Our first BCS podcast, House. Okay. House and a song. House and a song. We're not one-trick ponies. We are spoiling our listeners. <laughs> so this graph basically looks like a house. It has a roof, which is made of that triangle ABC. Then <laughs> A is at the, the very top, and then the B and the C are at the corner. Then B and C are connected to basically the, the bottom, the foundation of the house, which are D and E. So we have a little square going on. So we have C, B, D, E as a square. But then there is a... Is it a cross beam? What is it? What is it called? Yeah, cross beam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your boyfriend's um, an architect. You should know this. I know, and I forgot. I don't. I don't think about cross beams. It's only when he talks about them, okay. and obviously, I don't think about them enough. Okay, <laughs> we're 
would call it a cross babe. Going yeah, from that sounds B, right. Let's that go with right. That. that sounds right. Going from B to D. So that's our diagonal connecting our B to D. So just a review. We have a little house structure that looks like a house. We have A at the top. B and C is the triangle of the roof. Then we have C, B, D, E as our square with D and E sitting as the foundation. And then we have a beautiful cross beam connecting B and D. So hold that in your minds. And we're going to walk through how to do Dijkstra's algorithm on our house graph. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we are going to start with node A. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start with, I believe we need a table, right? Because we need to keep track of distances and vertexes and who we visited and all that stuff, right? Yeah, this is that cheat sheet thing that I was talking about earlier, how we are going to track these distances as we go along in the algorithm. And so if you're implementing this in code, you probably just have some sort of object in memory that you're updating as you go along. But because we aren't doing this in code, we're just talking it through. I like to imagine it as like a little table Mm -hmm. and we're just going to like update it as we go. Okay. And this is kind of like our cache of information. And what's really nice about this is if we ran Dijkstra's algorithm on this graph and nothing about this graph changed, we could just use this cheat sheet and like get all the important information and we don't really need to think about the graph again, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. once we run through the algorithm and we have all of our shortest distances at the end of this episode, we basically know like the shortest way to get from our starting node to anywhere. So mm-hmm. what we need is like our cache slash cheat sheet slash table. So maybe we should describe that first before we really start running through this algorithm. Yes. So what are the columns of our table? Column number one is whether or not we have visited a node. And this is pretty simple because basically we're going to have a row for every single node. And for each node, when we visit it, we want to mark it as visited. So we know not to repeat ourselves. So column one is basically like, is it visited or not? Okay, cool. Column two is what node are we visiting? Mm. So if we imagine that we have a row for every node, each row will have like the value of the node. So for example, node A, node B, node C, node D, node E. We will have five rows. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. in this column, we'll just have the name of the node. So we can keep track of what node we're looking at. Okay, cool. Next column. The next column is going to be where we're going to record the shortest known distance from our starting node. And I think last episode we started with A. Do we want to start with A again? Yes. In this case, this column is where we're going to store the shortest known distance to each node from A, because A is our starting node. Right. Okay. And when we start out, this column actually will have some values in it. Oh. And we'll get to that in a minute. The last column is also important. It's the previous vertex to get to the shortest path. So right now, the previous vertex is going to be empty because we haven't actually started this algorithm, but Mm -hmm. eventually we will fill it. And that's where we're going to update the vertex of how we figured out the shortest distance to Mm -hmm. a node. Yeah, we want previous vertex because we want to know where we came from. Exactly. Okay, so you mentioned that the column for shortest distance was going to be filled out before we really start traversing and going anywhere. What would be the values for that column? So initially, if we're starting with node A, the only thing we really know is how to get to node A. 
And that's because we're starting with true. it. <laughs> and the shortest known distance to A from A is zero because you are literally at the starting node. So there is no distance from A to A because mm-hmm. you're there. So the value in the first row for node A is going to be zero. However, every other node in our graph, we don't know anything about it. Mm. Everything is very unknown. It's a you know dark abyss. It's very spooky. Mm-hmm. So because we don't know how far it takes to get from node A to anything else or what the shortest possible path is, all the other nodes, their shortest known distance from A is infinity because we literally have no information to go on. Oh, it could really be infinity. Huh. We will okay. update it as we go along, but okay. to start, it's going to be infinity. All right. So we are starting with node A, and I guess we're going to be updating our different columns. So what do we do first? So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to visit node A. Yes. And the first thing we get to do is update that it's visited, which means in the column where we're recording if a node is visited or not, right now all of them are not visited. But Mm -hmm. we're finally starting this algorithm. We're visiting node A so we can mark it as visited and say, yes, it's been visited in the visited column. Now, we know that after we visit a node, we also need to check who its neighbors are and we also need to calculate the distance to get to those neighboring nodes. Mm. So we need to look at our graph and see, first, who are A's neighbors? Yeah. And do we have a shorter path than what we already know for Mm -hmm. both of them? Okay, cool. So the nearest neighbors for A are C and B, because remember, they make up our little triangle roof. They're the only neighbors, really. Yeah, that's true. They're the only neighbors. But there's something that we didn't tell you. We didn't tell you that to get from A to C costs us three, and then to get from A to B costs us seven, mm-hmm. which is very important. So knowing that, I would update my, hmm, let's see, what would I do? I would go to my vertex B column, and I would say the shortest distance from A is seven. And then I would, I guess I can update my previous vertex column too, right? Yeah. So you would go to the row that has B in it. Yeah. And you would say, what is my currently known distance from A to B? And currently it's infinity, except now, aha, you have found a shorter (laughs) path. (laughs) Right. And now you can update it. So we update that to seven. And then in that same row, we update previous vertex to A because that's where we just came from. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, you've recorded one important piece of information in this step. You've recorded that the shortest known distance from A to B is seven, Mm -hmm. and the shortest, like the least cost to get to B is seven, and the least cost comes from A. Mm -hmm. That's what that previous Mm -hmm. vertex is. Mm Because right now, it seems like a little silly. We're like, oh, obviously, it's from A to B. But if we find another shorter path to B, then Mm -hmm. now we need to know how do you get to be from there. Right. What node will get us this shortest distance? So Mm -hmm, that's why mm -hmm. we're keeping track of that. So we have the other nearest neighbor, which is C. And to get from A to C costs us three. So then we go to the row with the node C in it. We see Mm -hmm. that, (laughs) we see that the current (laughs) shortest distance is infinity, but we just found a new shortest distance, which is three. So Mm -hmm. we can update that column to be three. And then for previous vertex, we can update that to say A since we just came from A. Yep. 
you got it. And we're basically done dealing with node A. Right. We sort of did all the important steps. Right, right, right. Yeah, we walked through those four steps. Okay, that wasn't too bad. Okay, so now we have to pick which node we go to next. Now, based on the table, we know that it takes or it costs us seven to get to B, but it only costs us three to get to C. So the next node I want to visit is C. Right. And this is because of our first rule in Dijkstra's algorithm, which is that whenever we're visiting a node, we choose the node with the smallest known distance. Right. In this case, that's C. Okay, cool. So C, we are now going to look at what are the neighboring nodes that we haven't visited yet. So we haven't visited B yet. Remember, we've looked over at B as a neighbor. We haven't actually gone to B. And then we have node D, which is kind of making up our wall, like our side of the house. So we have our two nodes, B and D. Now, to go from C to B costs us one. To go from C to D costs us two. Mm -hmm. So in our table, we're going to go to row B, and we're going to look at the last shortest distance that we have. And the last shortest distance, the, the value that we have for that is 7, because remember, to get from A to B costs us 7. Mm-hmm. But now, to get from A to B through C costs us a total of 4, because yeah. to get from A to C is 3, and then C to B is 1. So we add those together, we get 4. Yeah. And now you've found, like, you've done the, the work of cumulatively. Oh, that's a hard word. Now, <laughs> now you've done the work of cumulatively figuring out the path from A to C to B. Right. And you've figured out that that path is shorter than right. the one we have recorded because right. seven was how we got from A to B. Mm-hmm. But it turns out A to C to B is only four. And so now we've figured out a shorter known path. And actually, we did this sort of last episode. And that's when you asked me, okay, this seems easy. Why are we doing this ever? And then I was like, wait till it gets hard with big grass. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got a little house to test it on. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to update my value for shortest distance from A for the row B. I'm going to update that value to four. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to update my previous vertex column to be C because now I'm coming from C. Exactly. Okay, can I do the next one? Yeah, do okay. it. You're on a roll. I I'm love on it. A roll. Okay, so now we're going to look at our nearest neighbor, D. So <laughs> to get from, and actually, I don't think we've, we haven't talked about D yet, right? I'm looking at our, our table and we don't have any value. Well, we have infinity from shortest, yeah. for shortest distance from A. So, okay, let's see if we can update that. So to get from C to D costs us two. And to get from, a to C to D costs us a total of five because A to C is three, C to D is two. So three plus two equals five. And that is mm-hmm. much shorter than infinity. <laughs> so we're going to go to our D row and we're going to update our shortest distance column to be five and our yep. previous vertex to be C because we just came from C. And now we're basically, we've only visited two nodes. We visited A, and then now we're visiting C. But we've already found some short paths to get to B, Mm -hmm. C, and D just through this, like, we're not even halfway through the algorithm. We're like, man, two-fifths of the way. 
So now we are at node C and we're trying to figure out, should we go to node B or should we go to node D? Now to go from C to B costs us one, to go from C to D costs us two. We're gonna pick the shortest one, the shortest distance, the shortest path. So we're gonna go to B. Yep, and by go to, we mean visit. Because we basically yes. were done with C, right? We yes. we visited C, we checked out its neighbors, we updated the shorter paths. So now the next thing to do is sort of start all over. Yep. Pick the node that has the shortest cost, the least weight associated with it. Mm -hmm. Go visit that. In this case, it's B. Okay, so we're at node B, so we're starting all over again. We're going to look at its nearest neighbors, D and E, because remember B is at the bottom of my roof connecting to my cross beam D and mm -hmm. my foundation E. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to figure out how much does it cost us to get to each of these nodes. So to get from B to E costs us six. It costs us six, but how much does it actually cost to get to B itself? There's a price associated with that. That's true. That's so true. So really, it costs us six to get from B to E, but we have to first get to B, right? Because we're starting mm -hmm. from A. Mm -hmm. So we need to sort of cumulatively think about this. So to get to B, it costs us four. And right. we know that because we have that recorded in our table. The shortest right. known distance to B from A is currently four. Mm -hmm. So we have four. And then if we want to get to E, we need to add the cost of getting from B to E, which is right. six. So four plus six gives us 10. Okay. So that tells us to get from A to E through B currently will cost us 10. Okay. However, yeah. 10 is less than infinity. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and currently in our table, we say that it costs infinity to get to E because we just have no idea. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we can actually update that, which is kind of nice. Okay. We can say, hey, to get to E, the shortest known distance from A is not infinity. It's actually 10. Cool. And the way we get there is through node B. And so we put B in our previous vertex column mm -hmm. and we change our shortest known distance from infinity to 10. So now we are looking at how much it costs to get from B to D, but we really care about how much does it cost to get all the way from A to D. So we know that to get from A to B, the shortest distance is 4. Mm -hmm. And then to get from B to D is 2. So 4 mm -hmm. plus 2 equals 6. Yeah. So to get to node D through node B costs us 6. Right. Now, the question is, is this the shortest path we found? It is not. Oh, it's not. Why no. not? We already have a 5 there because we were at node C previously before we mm. jumped over to B. And we were looking over at its nearest neighbor, which is also D, and we calculated that it would take five to get from A to D, and five is less than six. So, mm. and we've already we've already done that math; it's already recorded in our table. So, we actually already found the shortest distance from A to D. Great. So we don't actually care about the information. No update. That we just yeah. discovered. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because if it costs more. To get to D from B, mm -hmm. we don't want to know that. Like, we don't ever want to take that path. Right. We know that it's easier to get to D from path. C. Right, right. So, no update for row D. 
So we're pretty much done with B, right? We looked at its nearest neighbors, E and D. We made one update. We didn't make the other one. So now we're going to ask ourselves, which one is the shorter path? Is it going from B to E or going from B to D? Now, mm-hmm. to go from B to E costs us six. And to go from B to D costs us two. Ding, ding, ding. So it's we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Okay. So now we're going to hop on over to node D. And we're going to look at its nearest neighbors that have not been visited yet. And it actually has three nearest neighbors. It has, it's connected to the roof, so it's connected to C. It's connected mm-hmm. to the cross beam, which is B. And then it's connected to the other foundation corner, which is E. But E is the only node we have not visited yet. Yeah, that's right. So we know that D is connected to C and B, but... We don't really need to do anything with them because we know from looking at our table, we've already visited them. Right. The only thing we haven't really visited is E. So we really just need to look at that edge and how much it costs. Okay, cool. So going from D to E costs us four. Mm -hmm. But really, we don't care about going from D to E. We care about going from A to E through D. Yes. So we can use our table to figure out what is the shortest distance from A to D. So we look at row D, and we mm-hmm. will find the value 5. Which we just determined in the last round. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we take that 5, and we add the cost to go from D to E, which is 4, mm-hmm. and we get a total of 9. Oh, wait. What? Huh. 9 is less than the shortest path we already know to E. Nine is less than 10. We currently have 10 in our table. Yes, we do. It turns out there's like a better way to get to E Mm -hmm, (laughs) than what we knew. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice. So we go from A to E through D. That's nine. So we go to row E. We update our shortest distance from A to B, nine. Mm -hmm. And then our previous vertex is D. Yes, instead of B, which we previously thought was the shortest Right, known right. way to get to it. But that's not really our fault because we hadn't no. finished running the algorithm. It's yes. it's what we knew at the time. Yes. yes we were sorry. sweet summer children. <laughs> didn't know. Okay. So we're at node D. The only place, the only nearest neighbor that we haven't gone to is node E. So we're going to hop on over to node E. And then from there, we continue running our algorithm. And we're looking around for its nearest neighbors, but we don't have any. We visited yeah. everybody. It's two neighbors, D and E, we already visited. So, like, there's no cost there's calculation. No. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Like, have a nice day. Bye. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we are done visiting the house. Now you got to go. <laughs> okay. So, basically, if we look at this table, so what we care about is the shortest distance from A to any other node. And through Dijkstra's algorithm, I can answer that question. I can answer it for any node. So I can look at. Yeah, you can. Right? I can look at B and say like, ooh, it costs me four to get from A to B. That's the shortest distance. I can look at D and say it costs me five to get from A to D. I can look at E and I can say, oh, it costs me nine. I can basically look at any node and I'll know the shortest distance from A. Yeah, and it's really powerful because we ran this algorithm once, but now you have like this documentation mm-hmm. of every potential path you might want to take, right. especially if you're concerned with the shortest path. And you don't need to run this algorithm again because we've saved all that data. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. again, it's not just the shortest distance from one point to another. It's the shortest distance from one point to every other point, right. which is really cool. 
And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes Dexter's algorithm so fun. And I, it can be really intimidating. I was super scared of it when I first learned about it, mostly because I was like, oh, my God. Who's sounds really hardcore. What is, what is yeah, this thing? Who, who is Dexter? <laughs> what does it want? Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out it just wants you to get to where you're going in the Aww. fastest way possible. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And that is Dexter's algorithm. Hopefully it wasn't scary. Hopefully it wasn't scary. I think it wasn't too bad. I think once we broke it down to its four steps and we just iterate, 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 I think it ended up just fine. Yeah. And if you get too scared, just sing the song and remember, it's not that hard. It's just fun. <laughs> this is really just all a plug for my my singing career. Your new mixtape? <laughs> Dropping soon. <laughs> need help with my songwriting skills. <laughs> And that's the end of today's show. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and make sure to check out Bidehe's blog post. Link is in your show notes. Also, make sure to take a listen to the Dev Discuss podcast that I helped make. It's the first original podcast from Dev, a global community of software developers of all backgrounds and experience levels. And the show covers burning topics that impact the daily lives of programmers and beyond. Hosted by Dev co-founders Ben Halpern and Jess Lee. This episode was edited and mixed by Levi Sharp. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mm-hmm.